you need to have that grit, that persistence to not give up, that determination to really push through even if you're failing. And of course, being being a forever learner, learner like an eternal learner. Because if you're not willing to learn, there's no way for you to grow. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of The Design Live Show. In episode 63 of TDLS, I'm chatting with Mary Ann De La Cruz. Anne is a full-time academic coordinator, mentoring educators and teaches students the story and culture of the Philippines and the world. She also helps entrepreneurs and online sellers reach and engage with potential clients as an Instagram engagement strategist. She also writes words that sell for martial arts schools websites. In this episode, we talk about her ground-up stories, how she was able to pursue her side hustle while having a full-time job, why you need to try different things before finding your niche, meaningful and practical ways to be more productive and how to overcome your lack of time management and best practical steps to up your game on Instagram and much, much more. So make sure to stick around until the end and if you want to join the workshop of Anne, you can check all the links on our show notes below. You can check that out if you are interested and if you're new here, please subscribe and make sure to check out all the previous episode and let me know if you have any feedback by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. In that way, you are helping me to reach more people. This is 100% ad-free, so I don't take any money from advertiser or any uh, anyone. And if you want to support the show, you can go to The Design Live Show and let me know if you have any questions by emailing me at hi at jchristtebes.com. So that's it. Let's go jump into this week's episode. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of TDLS. And I'm super pumped today, or basically tonight, because we're recording it at 8:30 p.m. this Friday night. So I'm really, uh, I'm really grateful to have Anne on the show. So Anne, how are you, Anne? And uh, super pumped to have you on the show. Can you share a little bit about your background and what are you doing right now? Hi, Jay. Thanks for having me here. I'm Anne. I'm Marianne De La Cruz. I'm a full-time academic coordinator, a freelance Instagram engagement strategist, copywriter, and a tutor. Yeah, so that's uh, basically me. That's what I do. I mean, those are the things that I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I, can you share a little bit about your background? Uh, you know, uh, just to give context in this episode. Uh, before you know, before having these titles, these fancy titles you have right now, can you share your experiences growing up as a uh, as a Filipina kid or uh, growing up as a as a kid here in Philippines? Can you share that to our TDLS audience? 
Oh, okay. Um, well, I basically grew up in San Pedro Laguna, and then we transferred mm-hmm. to Montelupa. And then I took up uh, an education course, which brought me to being a teacher right now. And then perhaps at around 2011, I've learned about working from home and aspired to, yeah, basically work at home. But actually, I'm not doing that yet. But I do it at the side. I mean, on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right now, I'm a, I'm a full-time academic coordinator, meaning... Yeah. I mentor other teachers and uh, basically help in the academic of the school. And with my freelance work, I help businesses uh, using Instagram to reach their uh, customers. For a copywriter, I help yeah. martial arts schools to have a powerful copy in their websites so that when their visitors would check out their page, they would buy in or enroll in, in in their programs. And as a tutor, I basically help elementary kids to uh, have that growth mindset and perform better academically. Wow. Yeah, it's quite yeah. a long intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. And I like I love the you know the niche of your, you know, uh we we can call it side as well because it sounds cooler. Right, then uh, <laughs> just 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 to call it side hustle because uh, I, I think it's it's fun that you are a, a teacher as well and then you're doing some uh, some kind of uh, uh, innovative stuff on the side, right? So uh, right. teaching uh, in teaching growth mindset to students and to teachers or professionals, right? So can you share? How do you start it and what's the why yeah. behind it? I think there's a lot of people right now that, you know, caught up in a, a lot of rabbit holes. Let's say they have a corporate job, uh, uh, lack of time, right? <laughs> Let's say, but uh, although you have, you, you know, you have your full-time job as a, uh, as a ca- academic teacher, but you have the time to pursue what you really want to do on the side. Can you share what's the why behind it and what's your motivation? Well... Uh, the initial reason was uh, for me to, well, actually my, my parents are getting old. So what I wanted was to mm-hmm. spend more time with them and perhaps travel at least once a year together as a family. That was my main why, because you want to spend to your um, parents while they're here. So yeah, mm-hmm. what's my motivation? Well, I love traveling, so that's my motivation. <laughs> and I also, <laughs> yeah, that's my motivation. And um, I believe that if I have more, I can share more. Because um, I, I actually, I, I work as a full-time academic coordinator in a non-profit school. Mm-hmm. Therefore, my, my income or salary there is not as big as compared to others. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, so there's a lot of compassion in that school. So wow, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, and I think uh, you need you need to really you know uh, get uh, things on the side as well because uh, I think uh, being a being in a non-profit organization, you know, we, we all know that it's monies or you know not coming yeah, in. Yeah, you don't right? get a lot of money. <laughs> yes, that's- and at the same time, since uh, our students are mostly financially challenged, I would like for them to be inspired. And actually, I, I also tap some parents to learn how to work from home as well. Yeah. 
<laughs> wow. As a copywriter, can you share what's your, uh, you know, experience on uh, uh, as a copywriter? How do you started on that uh, that side hustle? I, I think uh, you're doing a lot of good stuff, great stuff on an uh, NGO part. But, but as a copywriter, can you share your your journey behind that? Okay, perhaps I'll share the two. Um, yeah, yeah. The two things here: the Instagram engagement uh-huh. strategy yes. and being a copywriter. Yes. So in 2011, I've learned about working from home, and so um, I've learned about being a copywriter and. I know, I mean, I knew before that being a copywriter will bring in ka-ching-ching, a lot of money in your yeah. bank. Yeah, so uh, that was my aspiration since 2011. But the journey is so hard because I have a full-time job and I, I, have, I, did not, I did not find a mentor who would really hold my hand, guide me all the way. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the easiest thing I've learned um, was to learn about virtual assistants. But when I tried it, I didn't like it. It was so laborious. It was so demanding. Knowing that I have a full-time job, it was very difficult for me to keep up with everything. And so I looked for another niche, and that was learning about Instagram. So I learned about it. So I've been working and helping other clients for two years using Instagram. Well, for copywriting, uh, it was only last year that I found an awesome, an awesome mentor, uh, Raf Maravut. Hi there. <laughs> uh, so, Shout out. <laughs> so uh, Raf Maravut really helped me um, unleash my copywriting power. And uh, right now, I'm serving uh, martial arts schools via my client in Australia. So for copywriting, it's, it's almost a year. It's almost a year. Wow, that's, that's pretty cool. Let's go back, and So as a copywriter, because, you know, I think this is a really a niche, uh, you know, unique one because uh, you're, you're serving uh, a niche like for martial arts school. Is, the, is it a school or an organization or a business? Um, I'm actually helping an agency in yeah. Australia. Oh, get it. So the agency is um, handling a lot of schools. So, yeah. Wow. And how, how do you find the, those needs? Do you have any process or formula to, you know, to find those needs? I think a lot of people are they having a hard time to find what they really want to do, right? What, oh. what they want yeah, yeah. to focus on, right? So... And I think the, uh, on that part of copywriting, and when you when you find those niches, and that's really a great thing because you will uh, you will open a lot of possibilities, right? So can you share what's your insights about that? Oh well, I believe that the only the only time you will know the niche perfect for you is when you try it. So you have to really try it because you can't be relying on hearsays because. Other people would be comfortable doing doing virtual assistance. Or uh-huh. Someone would be comfortable transcribing. Someone would be comfortable managing podcasts while others won't. Mm-hmm. So you have to try it. So if something interests you, you have to take action. Because the problem actually, uh, Jay, yeah, with yeah. people mm-hmm. wanting to work from home or be a freelancer is they thought working from home is a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thinking <laughs> that... 
thinking that 100%. oh you, you'll just work at home so uh-huh. it's easy but actually it's it's more challenging i am really amazed with the long time uh, freelancers because how do how do they do that <laughs> they actually have a lot of values that that are needed by yeah. each one of us who are aspiring like you need to have that grit that persistence to not give up that determination to really push through even if you're failing and of course uh being being a forever learner learner like an eternal learner because if you're not willing to learn there's no way for you to grow the only time you, when you're ready to empty yourself is the time you get to fill some uh, information in sometimes because filipinos are kind of haughty so mayabang yeah. as if they know a lot of things already so it's so humbling when you try freelancing it's so humbling so for you to to be able to find your niche try to figure out your interests and then try it out try it for free because yeah. yeah, unless you uh-huh. unless you try things jump in and experience it it's the only time you'll determine whether it's good for you or not like me i thought um virtual assistance is perfect for me but i realized oh my gosh i'm not good in creatives like creating graphic works it's not something that i would love to do <laughs> <laughs> writing writing the text uh-huh. or the caption is fine with me yeah but creating the creatives i mean the graphics uh no not for me not for me <laughs> Yeah, that's so. That's that's awesome. I guess, and I think uh, this is the reality, guys. For those who are listening, uh, a lot of people would say that find uh, one thing that you you know one niche, and then be laser focused on that. But the reality is, you should uh, you know explore a lot of things before right. uh, before getting that one thing right. So it's I think uh, uh, we can uh, you know we can learn from and stories on that part because uh uh one of the things that uh you should have or the values you should have is uh, if you are aspiring uh, entrepreneur or aspiring uh, uh freelance uh, freelancer or business owner i think that mm-hmm. that uh that part that answered uh the grit right and and yeah. taking action and then you know be proactive on that because uh basically uh you have to really you know dig dive on that uh, on that on that thing because uh money money will will follow on that i i, I think uh, when i started um, on a corporate job and i started side hustling and you know create my own business on the side it's it's pretty you know it, it's really hard like what Anne said, and that's really a, a top uh, you you need to really have a top skin on that part because uh, yeah. uh you, you will uh, you will feel a lot of uh, uh downfall right so sadness yeah. and loneliness because and rejections uh, and rejection a, a lot of re- rejection <laughs> and but the good thing is uh it will uh it will be worth it because you will learn a lot of things like Anne said and you will bre- uh forever you know humble on that part it's it's an humbling experience uh so so yeah. to speak right so and back to your journey uh, as a, you know as when you're starting uh, freelancing right and then how do you find uh you know those clients you have right now uh and how how do you expand your you know your skills Be- because you, right now you are you are offering some services as well on the in- instagram part on the 
strategies part mm-hmm. of the Instagram, right? Can you share your insights with that uh, for those people, you know, who are struggling right now to, you know, find clients and, you know, expand their skills? Okay, it's very good. I believe finding a mastermind, like a mastermind group, like what Napoleon Hill said, it's very important to have a mastermind because you need to have people who help you achieve your goals. You must have people who are experts in their own fields giving you advice on how to do things. Also, if if finally you've found a skill that you really want to explore, rather uh, really want to focus on, find a good mentor. How do you know if it's, if that person is a good mentor, look for testimonials. Ask around. Ask that people how how he did it or how she did it. Because, you know, the proof will always be the product of that mentor. So you want to be the person that he already is and he have created from his mm-hmm. student. 100%. Um, and then perhaps to answer the question, how do you find client? Or rather, how did I find my clients? Fortunately for me, I never used the platform uh-huh. Upwork Online Jobs PH. I never did. Funny thing is, I created accounts for those. Upwork suspended my account when I started applying. Oh, <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, but it's okay. Uh, while for Online Jobs PH, yeah, yeah, Online Job PH, I never. I only got queries, questions, inquiries, but I never got a client from there. Most of my clients, they found me on Instagram and Mm -hmm. referred by my friends. So they found me on Instagram. That's why I really, Mm -hmm. I really teach people how to use Instagram because for me, it's so valuable. Do you, uh, uh, what is working right now with Instagram? Do you use uh, 30 hashtag on your post, something like that? Can you share your, uh, if you mind, can you share What's what's working right now and what's not working right now for for those who are interested to do Instagram? Oh, in finding clients. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I use hashtags? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hashtags is it like still works. yeah, like putting your things in the proper cabinets. Got it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I'm looking for ping pong. My post is about ping pong. Yeah. And so what, what, what will I type in, in um, the search button in Instagram? I'd type ping pong or maybe table tennis. So my post, if it's about ping pong, then I'll be typing related, related words to my post. So if it's ping pong, I'll type in table tennis, racket, table tennis, racket, tennis, um, um, you know, those well, things. Yeah. It has to be related. Why, why does it have to be like that? Because you have to think like, you're one searching for it. Like, it's mm-hmm. as if, if you're selling, you have to think like your buyer, right? So uh-huh. if your buyer is thinking of, mm, wait, uh, what am I thinking right now? I want ping pong. Oh, ping pong. Oh, I need net. What else do I need? Oh, I need this and that. So uh-huh. that's, that should be your mindset. So uh, like for me, if I am an Instagram engagement strategist, yeah. it's very important that aside from my post, I have to put something that will bring in the people that I want to attract. Example, mm-hmm. I love attracting coaches. I love attracting people who need uh, people who need help in social media. So I'll be using those hashtags um, as part of my post, even though they are not related to my post. Why? Because that's related to me. 
I want people uh-huh. to find me. Now, if I want podcasters to be, then I'll be adding that one too. And perhaps if I, example, like I, I, I have a secret to tell you. I yeah. have two. <laughs> I launched it last April and then Whoa, yes. I had only two episodes. <laughs> What's the name of the so podcast? so hard to be consistent. What's the name of the podcast? Oh, no. I think it's uh, Unstoppable Podcast Show. Oh, yeah. Is it with Anne uh, Peña Rondo? Ah, Peña. Ah. Peña Rondo? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're just I'm, Yeah, okay. Got it. I'm butchering uh, Anne's <laughs> <laughs> Anne last name. Sorry, Anne. Shout out to Anne. Because uh, for those who are listening, just to give context, because uh, Anne, which is what I'm, uh, Anne who I'm talking right now, and the Anne we... <laughs> I mentioned so she's she's been a guest on this episode as well and we talk about small is big so we talk about her process as well on writing her book and how she turned a small action into big you know opportunity so that's basically what we talk about on that uh, podcast so go check that out because yeah. uh, it's really cool right so And uh, let's go back to you, Anne, who I'm talking with now. So, uh, can you share what's what's the name of the podcast for those who don't know yet? Don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, I've got only two episodes, but yeah, Unstoppable. Um, th- those are valuable anyway. I, I, uh-huh. Unstoppable podcast got it, show. Got it. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Should add some episodes because mm-hmm. it's shameful. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. never mind. So let's go back into, you know, what's the, uh, do you have any, you know, best practical advice for those, you know, want to try Instagram, right? So I think there's a lot of uh, algorithms updates right now in the terms to Instagram and space, uh, specifically as well Facebook because uh, that's a, I think that's a sister company right now because they, uh, uh, I think they, uh, they, uh, they bought Instagram. Uh, few years uh, ago or you know two or three years ago what, what's the best practical advice for those who want to uh, use instagram for this bis- for their business or for their service-based business can you share what's your best practical advice for them okay um this is what i'll do i'll share three apps that will help you improve your instagram image somehow Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's very important that when you use Instagram, you really take advantage of the Instagram stories. And um, uh-huh. in fact, uh, before I share the three app, uh, last year when I promoted the product from Canada, I uh-huh. I got a thousand views just for that Instagram story. Wow. What does that mean? Though you don't have much of a follower, because during that time I think I only had um, 800 or 500, but then I got a thousand views. So it means you can organically get people to watch mm-hmm. your IG stories, and because of that, actually the owner of the product that I was trying to sell got a lot of increase, and. Um, Some of them will they they cart the item, so it is good. So what am I trying to say? If you are creating good IG stories, you're you're in the best place ever. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, when you use Instagram, if you're familiar with it, do you have Instagram account? Yep. Oh, perfect. So if you have mm-hmm. Instagram account, 
you should always take advantage of the IG stories. Why? Here's the thing. If you're using it and you're, you know, browsing, that you would see would be the circle icon of the people who are creating IG stories. They will be on top. So if that person, if you always create an Instagram story, then you're always on top. You're always first in the, in the list of your followers. They would always see you. They would remember you. And it's, we know that the reason why we have commercials and TV is for, is for people to have a recall of that product, right? Yeah, like- now, if you, if you are giving, if, you, if you're giving that to people, your audience, your followers, then they have a recall of you. Even though they don't open your stories, don't worry. It's okay. As long as you're on top, as long as you're first in the list, it's perfect. It's okay. Now, how do you make your Instagram story interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll be sharing Instagram now has awesome feature where you can add music to your Instagram story. However, you can only do that. Or rather, it's only available if you have 20,000 followers. What if you don't have, mm-hmm. right? How can you make your Instagram story interesting? So I'm going to share you, with you an app that you can use where you can add music to your image or your, to your picture. So I want you to use Snap Musical. Snap Musical. So when you use that, you can just get an image and then... You can add a, a music to it, and that would make your Instagram story very interesting. The more interesting, the more people will like you. We know that when people like you, that's the only time they buy from you or they, you know, listen to you, watch you, right? So that's a marketing tactic. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. What's that? Snap musical. Is okay. that correct? Okay. Yes. S-N-A-P yes. Musical. Yeah. I got it. Right. I'm taking that okay. note because uh, I probably uh, so add that on our show, show notes. notes. <laughs> yeah. Sure, Go sure. Okay. And then would be story. M-O-S-T-O-R-Y. Mo story. What is it about? So you create a story with animation so when you put a picture it instantly has an animation itself so you don't have to you know um press anything else but just add picture mm-hmm. and then text and voila you have a animated ig story which makes it very mm-hmm. interesting because seeing a picture is so boring so bare so it has to be you know engaging so that's another way and one more is something that's very popular, Snapchat. Do you use Snapchat or do you even have a, an account? Actually, I don't use Snapchat. Um, I'm an I'm a old soul, so basically I just use uh, <laughs> where, where, my, you know, where my audience, uh, if I have an audience, let's say Facebook, yeah. Instagram, and yeah. Twitter, basically that three apps that I'm using right now. And I try yeah. to, you know, strategically align my brand in terms of, uh, in terms of yeah. using that app. So <laughs> I think that's, I think the app that you are recommending, that's really cool. And I, I try, I need to try it, try it out, right? Yeah. 
Then you try Snapchat. Why Snapchat? Snapchat. I don't. I don't actually use it for for um, Snapchatting people. No, uh-huh. I use it for my Instagram stories mm-hmm. because they have a lot of filters. Got it. Though Instagram got a lot of filters now, huh? but but Snapchat they have this awesome filters that really. Amazing. They have music. They have mm-hmm. hearts falling. Yeah. Uh, there are there are fallen stars. And not just that. Do, do mm-hmm. you notice the the trending in um, in Facebook, where in a guy will post a picture of him? Or oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The opposite sex. Yeah. That one used Snapchat. It. Yes. Got it. Yeah, it's in Snapchat. It's so fun. It's so fun. So you start using Snapchat. Definitely. Uh, apps that you could use to improve your Instagram stories to make them um, very interesting and to magnet most story. I hope your listeners would download at least one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that's really cool and awesome to try it out, especially for those uh, people who want to try, to, you know, to level up their game in terms of uh, Instagram, right? So yeah. I really. Thank, thank you so much for sharing that secrets. Also, <laughs> right, that apps the, for for our listeners and and yeah, that's really amazing. And uh, j- you know, just to I uh, know, just uh, I'm just curious. Uh, although you are doing a lot of cool stuff uh, with your in terms of your uh, in terms of your freelance business, in terms of your mentoring, uh, other stuff that you are uh, uh, creating right now. What's your? Uh, do you have any challenges before when you, when you're just getting started? Can you share what's your uh, biggest challenge and how do you overcome it? Well, when I was starting, big challenge was what will I really do? Niching down. <laughs> what will I really do? That was my challenge. So, like what I've mentioned, I tried them all. So now I know. So I only focus on two things. Actually, I mentioned one thing, but. I mean, I did not mention one thing that I'm also doing, but I wouldn't mention anymore. <laughs> um, so right now, one of my challenges would be time. Like, like what I told you, I'm doing a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, it gets crazier. It gets crazy each day. So one of my solutions was to get a VA, a virtual assistant, um, because <laughs> I don't have time. Uh, I only have 24 hours. We all have that, but I cannot duplicate the time or even add additional time to 24 hours. So uh, yeah. I needed an extra hand to help me out with the graphics, uh, with posting, uh, with a lot of things. <laughs> with uh, yeah, the poster for the workshop that I'll be having. Yeah, so that's my solution. <laughs> Find a virtual assistant. Who would be loyal and really helpful to you? <laughs> Just to give context, what is virtual assistant? For those who you know might not familiar with the term, I, I think a lot of people are hearing that term. OBA, right? Can you share what what the, what they are? You know, what's the job description? What, what they're, they're doing? doing? Yeah. Can you ah, share? Okay. Okay. Uh, you're actually right. Um, when you're a VA or virtual assistant, it's it covers a lot of um, tasks, mm-hmm. but you can be a virtual assistant for 
an accountant or you're in the field of accounting, mm-hmm. can, it. it can be uh, transcribing, but you work remotely. Uh, you work for someone remote. So you're far from each other, maybe in next house or maybe another part in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically my virtual assistant, he is helping me in my social media. That's what the kind of help that I was uh, needing from him and still needing from him and some marketing stuff. Mostly uh, needed poster mm-hmm. for marketing. Yeah. So that's a virtual assistant. I did that before and uh, uh-huh. really not meant for me. Got it. So basically, uh, you are leveraging your time, right? So to yeah. you know, to be more right. productive, to create more business opportunities for you. That, that's really cool. And I, I just want to highlight that uh, that part for everyone who are listening, right? So if you like, uh, I think one of the things that I hate in our culture is the ego, right? So I can do it. I can do it with, mm-hmm. with my own. <laughs> I don't need help for anyone, Any right? Help. So, Right. Yeah, it's and and that's part of as well when you are asking for mentorship or uh, related right. to that, right? So uh, when it terms to leveraging your time and you know to be more productive or create more revenue for your business, right? So that's basically what we are aiming for, right? Because if you don't yeah. have any sales, you don't have any business <laughs> running, right? So right. Uh, and I just want to highlight that part because when you leverage your time. That's that's basically you know you will create more opportunities and possibilities for your business as well, like what Anne said, and 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 I, I think uh, a lot of people don't realize that bar because uh, they just want to you know work hard, right? So although I I always said that you need to take action and work hard for it, uh, it's better you know uh, it's if you can if you can you know if you can hire someone if you can pay someone to to create those things that you you know you don't you don't find uh, meaningful for your work or meaningful for your time uh, I, I think that's really a great help as well and I, i'm a big fan of essentialism which is less but better right so you're uh, you're doing more efficiently uh, let's say a task for 8 hours you you can do it for 4 hours why not do it for 4 hours right so that's uh, that's basically the practical uh, idea on that part so that's really cool and thank you so much for sharing that and uh uh you know i i think you you're doing a lot of cool stuff and uh, I, i'm just curious and how do you design your day day by day uh have you uh, are you you know uh using pro- uh, productivity apps or do you have any app recommendation for those who are struggling to get things done right can you share your insights about that <laughs> okay um the app that i'm using is uh paper and pen. <laughs> yeah. it's not an app actually. yeah yeah so um i use timer actually I use timer uh for what do you call that there's this uh chrome extension for uh-huh. timer i forgot the name <laughs> mm-hmm. but whatever you open in that browser you can you can click and then you can have a record of whatever you're doing example mm-hmm. i'm doing something a work for um engagement on instagram uh-huh. and that's the app that i've opened then i don't have to type it. it it instantly records everything so it lets me know how long 
I spend for that uh, activity. And as you were asking about how I manage my time or how my day look, looks like, well, on a, on a weekday, it would be <laughs> like all day long at school. Then after yeah. that, tutorials. And then after that, other things. But as much mm -hmm. as possible, I wanted my day to end at 10 o'clock in the evening. Uh -huh. So uh, I do list down the things that I need to do and then um, prioritize what is really important. And then I put time beside the uh, task. That way, it will allow me to, you know, do what's important and then do other things on a different time or maybe on another day. Yeah, yeah. so I used to use Trello. I used to use Trello, mm -hmm. but I forget because I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think uh, uh, we we have, uh, you know... Uh, different. Yeah, we have different processes. We have different uh, tastes. Uh, approaches. In, in approaches, right? So, and that's basically cool. And I like the fact that you you, you mentioned that uh, you use pen and paper, right? So I can stretch you out how how really effective is that, right? If uh, yeah. if you like to prioritize things, like to prioritize tasks, just uh, you know create a bullet type or thing on your paper and then write it down, right? That that's really powerful as well, and I love that. Thanks for sharing that. And, and I'm just curious, uh, have you heard the 5 a.m. Uh, thing with the successful people, right? They, they, they tend to wake up at 5 a.m. Do you, do you, yeah, do you, uh, do that as well? Or, uh, what's your part? Do you have any specific time to wake up in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I I work for a school, I wake up yeah. before five. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's that's what I that's what I'm. Yeah, I now. think what's got it. Yeah, well, yeah, I think what's important in someone's schedule uh -huh. is to have the specific routine that will allow you to be more productive. Got it. Yeah, just to add that as well. That's really cool, and I think that's really correct. Correct, because uh, if you if you can make more on a, on a daily basis, right? So may, maybe you can earn more or be more productive, right? So uh, and th this five a.m. thing that I keep hearing and hearing, right? Uh, even the uh, biggest magazine that that the biggest uh, people, you know, millionaires in the world that wake up at five a.m. 5 a.m. I, I find it, uh, I think, uh, for people who want to, you know, get things done or get more things done in a day, uh, yeah. I think if you, if you wake up in an early, uh, early morning, that's, uh, I think you will have more time to do it or to have more time in, with your passion project or with your business. That's, right. that's basically the, the thing or the logic behind it. I, I find it that way. If that makes sense, right? <laughs> Got it. Yeah. 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 So that's it. So thank you so much, Anne, for sharing your routines and, you know, your, how do you design your, your day, your, your life as a, you know, as a, I think, uh, as a strategist, as a, uh, as a professor or teacher, right? That's really cool. And for those who, you know, uh, do you have any, uh, best practical advice for those who just getting started with their with their journey, right? So, 
uh, if you go back uh, when when the time you are just getting started what what will you say to your younger self can you can you share your <laughs> best practical advice for them okay find a mentor who has the right mindset mm-hmm. then find a mentor who will help you with a skill and do it do it afraid and don't be afraid <laughs> um yeah, yeah i think it's very important to actually have that i mean get that mentor with right mindset so that you'll be influenced because it's not really about the skill at the beginning it starts with the mindset um a lot of people i know they have the skill but they don't have the mindset so they have a problem <laughs> Yes, uh, I I really agree with that. Mindset sometimes is everything, right? So if you change your mindset, your narrative, or your perspective, uh, with uh, yeah. you know, in in that one thing, you will change a lot of uh, a lot of uh, you know possibilities with your life, and that's really powerful. And thank you so much for sharing that. I want to thank you, Atan, for you know uh, sharing your uh, stories for TDLS audience and. How they can find you? Uh, it's the time that you will, you know, link them up with your with your channel. How? What's the best uh, links that they can reach you out? Oh, um, I do have a website, but I don't utilize it because I'm an Instagram user. <laughs> so you can find me. You can follow me on Instagram, Persuasion Scientist, Persuasion underscore Scientist, and also for Your listeners from the Philippines, I'll be having a workshop. <laughs> Can I promote? <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. No. Yeah, um, I'll be having a workshop on Instagram marketing on May 25, uh, Saturday at um, Ground Up Co-working in Sukat near Max's restaurant. Uh, I'll be discussing things that will help the online sellers and entrepreneurs up their um, business potentially 10 times. So if you're an online seller, if you're an entrepreneur, this is for you. But if you're a first-time user on Instagram and you're so bored using hashtags, you don't like any followers, then don't come. But if you want to grow your business, if you want more followers on your Instagram, If you want to improve your Instagram stories, this is the right place for you. You should come and attend. Just go and uh, check out my account, um, Persuasion Scientist or Persuasion underscore Scientist on Instagram. Then I'll let you know the details. That's it, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. Uh, By the way, before I forgot, do you have any, you know, uh, email or Facebook page as well for those who are using Facebook a lot, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you can follow my page, Unstoppable. Um, what is my page? Unstoppable. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, just search Unstoppable. Type in Unstoppable Got Professional. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Unstoppable. A N N E. Okay, A N N E for Unstoppable, yes. right? Got it. Yes. So, yeah. Unstoppable virtual profession. 
that's it. So for those who are listening uh, in this episode, and hopefully you'll enjoy this episode with with Mary Ann, uh, with Anne de la Cruz, and I will link all the uh, all the recommendation, the apps, and uh, as well the workshop. That uh, if you if you are interested, go uh, reach out to Anne de la Cruz and let let her know uh, if if you are interested and go go check it out. And for those who are listening to Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts or SoundCloud, just scroll down and you will uh, surely find all the links that you need. And as well, the workshop details or a workshop uh, link for, for, for... Yeah, I'll give it for to you later. To yeah, for, for you yeah. to attend. And if you want to check out the actual site as well, you can go to the designliveshow.com. That's the design live show.com so that's it and thank you so much i want to thank you atan for you know for for dropping by on the podcast and i hope you enjoy this podcast session with me and yeah. talk to you again later <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you and that's it thank you so much for listening to the design live show I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash tdls or go to thedesignlifeshow.com and you can find the donate button on the top to learn more on how you can support the show. And for some cool extra stuff, you can get an access to my private contents like AMAs where I take questions exclusively from Patreon subscribers. Or check out other stuff I made where I talk about essentialism, design, creativity, and business. I give a lot of value into this podcast that can't be seen anywhere else online. Again, that's patreon.com slash tdls. Thanks for listening to the show and talk to you guys again next week.